Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-26300. And brought to you by Kitchens Truck Sales. For all types of used trucks and trailers for almost all industries, especially farming and farming related. KitchensTruckSales.com. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. Yeah, let's do that. All right, welcome back. It is 1028 here at the Rebsman Golf Course Buzz Golf Tournament. Clint Conk is going to help carry my team to victory today. Indeed. Coach, no pressure. Indeed. Uh, Mike is acting squirrely again. I hate when it does that. Mine or yours? Mine. Oh. Anyway, um, how are you? Doing great. Good. Beautiful day. It is lovely. This is the yeah. best weather we've ever had for a golf tournament. It's National, I think it's Golf Appreciation Day maybe, and it's also National Vodka Day. That's crazy. Isn't that weird how that how worked that out? How can that happen on the same day? You planned it this way? No, I didn't. Perfect yeah. storm. I wanted to play yesterday. But anyway, I'm glad that we, uh, we're here today, so it's good to be here. <laughs> Coach, uh, a lot of interesting things happening on the Hill, and K.J. Jefferson, I think if we were betting men, and we are, we think he probably doesn't play this week. So oh, I wouldn't bet that. Oh, you wouldn't? No, I still think there's hope. No, no, of course there's a chance. But yeah. if you were going to bet on it, what would you say? I think it's 50-50. I didn't ask you that. Give me an answer, fence rider. I say he doesn't play. I, I, all right, he plays. Okay, I'll go 50-50. You want to bet 100 bucks on it? No. Okay. Uh, I think he's not going to play. So if he doesn't play. Can I get on this? I mean, <laughs> if he doesn't play, what do you think happens? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I think they go with the kid from South Florida. Um, I think Coach Pittman was pretty clear about that, that our backup is Fortin. Yep. And that decision has been made long ago. I mean, I'm quoting him. Uh, you know, what goes on behind closed doors on the practice field, we're not privy to. Uh, obviously, they feel good about the young man throwing the football. He got put into a spot where they had to throw the football. But, you know, you wonder, is it we're behind and we need to throw the football, so he's our backup today, or is he our true backup? And, you know, I've got concerns about, just as a former coach on the outside looking in, how that's being handled or what's being discussed. And I didn't hear the interview with Hornsby this morning. I'm sure he we got a little bit from that. I'm sure he was politically correct on all that, I would assume. And took, No, he said they're screwing me over. I think he no, took the high road. He I, bet, I, bet he, I bet he took the high road. But, you know, they're not playing well on the field. They got exposed a couple of weeks ago, I thought, athletically by Missouri State. They got big ball bully ball by Alabama, mm-hmm. I mean, this past week, and then now you got a quarterback controversy, and then does their starter play or not? And I tell you what, I say he doesn't play. I mean, there's a dozen football players right now in the National Football League that are out with concussions, and I don't know if that's ever happened, but it all goes back to the Tua situation, and so that trickles down. And so if, if Jefferson is cleared to play, then he's healthy and can play great, but if there's any doubt about it, I think they sit him, and and what a big football game because I think this is a, you know one of those crossroad games that they really need to win. But, again, that's why Coach Pittman and Bryles and those guys get paid the bucks and we're playing golf and drinking vodka and doing radio, I guess. Well, you nailed it at crossroads. You think about what a lose here, a loss here. It. I mean, that's three in a row. You're going to Utah next week, BYU. Uh, that could be, I mean, another tough road game. Could be four in a row. 
But you win this game, that just it, it almost wipes the slate clean, gives you a fresh start, a, a breath of fresh air, and then you have that hope to go back out on the road and win again. It, it really could change the entire way this season goes right now. You know, I, I, the beginning of the year I was criticized for it. I thought the over and under on wins was eight, you know, and I, and I still think that that's probably right. A lot of things happened during the season. Quarterback injuries, receiver, O-line injuries, uh, Jalen Catalan, an All-American, gets hurt. You know, Slusher comes in, he can't play, he play, not playing this week maybe. I mean, there, there's just a lot of question marks going into week uh, six, I guess it is. Is that right? Uh, five or six? Five, six. Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, if you offered me eight right now, I'd have to take it. I'm sorry. Look, I've been to Starkville to play. It's um, You can say miserable, it, Coach. It's, it's miserable, yeah. It's just <laughs> not good, you know. Um, now, but, we did win. Um, yeah. We got Jackie Sherrill fired right after that But uh, when I was at La Tech. But um, it's just a tough place to go. It's not a great environment. You're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's, it's 11 Pastor, o'clock in the morning. 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's um, – Boy, just a lot of things matched up against Arkansas this week. But maybe that's when they'll be at their best is when their backs are against the wall. And that's why you tee it off. And uh, I was about to say Jefferson Pilot, but they don't do that anymore at 11 o'clock. But that's why they tee it off at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. And uh, this team's character will be revealed this week because there are a lot of things on the field and off the field that we don't get to see. But they're, as a former coach, I see them, you know, and – I mean, who is your backup quarterback? And then, you know, why why, why is the, the presumed backup taking everything off of Instagram and Twitter and, you know, and then all of a sudden they have a meeting and everything's fine. And but that just doesn't smell right to me. But, you know, um, Christian, just, let's just a lot of things against Arkansas this week. For those who missed it, let's play a little bit of that interview this morning. It was Malik Hornsby on with Morning Mayhem talking about his situation. And, and again, I mean, they asked the questions and, uh, like Coach said, I mean, he's going to take the high road. He's not going to be real revealing, but he definitely, you know, he's. I thought he was pretty forthcoming for the most part. Ba- Basil, Basil did put a word or two in his mouth afterwards, but that's okay. Anyway, let's hear the clip. I don't know much about social media, Malik, but I had a lot of my buddies texting me on uh, Saturday night at the game. We were, of course, there. And uh, on your Instagram account, it, it, it said that you'd wiped off all the Arkansas references. So there's a lot of people upset wondering if – you were going to leave, and then you came back on your Twitter and said, "I'm not going anywhere." So, was the Instagram was that a just a, was that a mistake, or did somebody read that wrong, or what? No, that that wasn't a mistake. I did delete um, all the uh, Arkansas stuff off, but no, I, I just did that. You no, know, yeah, I needed something new. Uh, I need to post some new stuff, really. But like I said, I I never said I was leaving. Um, false information. Um, I never told my coach that. My coach never told the press that. You know, so it's just things being said. So just it was just a moment of frustration, and then and then also you you come back with your Twitter and say, "Hey, I'm staying here, and and I'm 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 content with the way things are right now." That's just the way it was. Yes, sir. Okay. Did he say frustration at all, or did he just say, "I need to freshen up my Instagram page," which I've done many times myself. The timing is obviously weird. There clearly was something related to the game. And David just basically said, frustrated, huh? Yeah, that's right. Can you say butthurt on radio? You can. Yeah. You just did. Okay. That's, yeah. Believe me, that's the least of our problems. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, just a frustrated athlete. And, and uh, you know, he almost left, what, last yeah. spring, I guess. So. He did, didn't he? Enter the portal for yeah. a couple of days. For a couple he, of days, yeah. He wishes he So, could. anyway, um, 
I tell you what, Coach will have the best plan put together with the best players that he can. I really believe that. And uh, But you're right. This is kind of a crossroads game. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk about the Alabama game, but, man, how good are those guys? I yep. Mean, Let's leave goodness. it at that. Yeah. So what else you got? Jeez. No, I'm kidding. When you get <laughs> up against the wall, back against the wall, yeah. I got to think you do what you do. That's exactly and, right. And this is a game where you got to come out and just run the ball and pound it and establish a line if you're Arkansas. Keep it simple. Simple game plan, regardless of who's playing uh, on both sides of the ball. Mississippi State's very good in the kicking game, so you got to make sure you sure it up there. Uh, you're going on the road, anticipate bad things happening early, but like I said, a lot of character will be revealed about this team this week. And, uh, you know, I've got to think that uh, they've got a blue-collar mentality like their coach, Coach Pittman. So you just keep things simple, execute the things that you did back at the beginning of camp, back in spring ball, do it at a high level, and try to steal one in the fourth quarter on the road. That's that's the formula in the SEC. And running the football is the formula in the SEC. All right, defensively, they've had success the last two years against Leach, dropping eight in the coverage, mm-hmm. rushing three. They've been able to do a good enough job stopping the run with three down linemen and a couple linebackers in the box. They haven't done that at all this year. Not much, no. Do you go back to what's been successful against Mississippi State, or do you stay with what you've been doing for pretty much all the year? Although we were told in spring and, and in fall camp they, they practiced this and they were doing the odd man fronts, the, the even man fronts. So they've been practicing it. What do you do? Well, I think two things. I think, number one, you, you hold true to who you are. Barry's a – Coach Odom is a, is a three-down, odd front guy. Um The thing that I think has happened is, in my opinion, just watching Coach Leach over the last couple of years, he wants to throw it every down, and that's great. But uh, And I did, too, as a coach and play caller. But you have to discipline yourself that when you get the fair count, you have to run the ball. And I think Mississippi State's doing a little bit more of that. I think the thing that has to happen, whether you play three down, four down, you got to tackle better. you got to tackle better. And our second level and third level tackling has not been – up to Southeastern Conference standards. How much can you improve it on a per- give me a percentage? How much can you improve it in the midst of a season? It's hard. I said that last week. It's very, very difficult. You I are mean, who you are. You are who you are. By this point in the year, you really you are who you are. Um, you know, uh, personnel. Can you change personnel? We talked about changing scheme. At the end of the day, you just work on it every day. And again, you're not taking guys to the ground this time of the year. I mean, you're tackling donuts and dummies and form tackling things like that. But it. It's a mindset, uh, maybe 10 or 15% to answer your question, Justin. If you've got a quarterback who is far more adept at throwing the football, oh, more you're accurate. all over the place, huh? What? We're talking defense now. I want to go back to offense. I want to move off Arkansas because I'm tired Thank of talking you. about the Alabama game. Yeah. Uh, and you got a qu- quarterback who's obviously dynamic in the form of Malik Hornsby. We were talking about Kentucky a couple of years ago. They got all their quarterbacks hurt, and they just throw a wide receiver in there, and they beat the heck out of everybody, including Arkansas, on the way. Mm-hmm. What do you do there? Or do you mix it in and let them, let them both have their packages? I think that's probably the, the deal. You, you, they both have packages. Um, uh, again, I, I, I'm, I'm befuddled a little bit about what's going on up there, you know, because I anticipated Hornsby to come into the game and throw it and run it and do the things that, you know, you figured they would do with him, and then they didn't. Yeah. And so, uh, but I think probably moving forward, they, they have packages for both, I would think. All right, let's move on to Arkansas State. They got a nice win, and uh, they got a young man who's getting all kinds of attention nationally uh, for his performance. A reception for a touchdown, a return for a touchdown, and a rush for a touchdown. Way to go. Go, Johnny, go, as my man said up there. Johnny Lang, only the 15th FBS player since 2000 to do it. 254 all-purpose yards 
and more importantly, a dominating victory against, admittedly, it's Louisiana Monroe, but still they did it in convincing fashion, 45-28. And James Blackman played and played well. Yes. He has had, you know, there's a lot of question marks about that situation, and he has played extremely well this year and uh, uh, made big plays uh, both with his feet and his arm. And, you know, I think he is probably in the top 10 or 15 in the country in efficiency, so uh, kudos to him. But, yeah, special teams touchdowns. You know, statistically, they just dominated ULM and and a big win at home. Uh, they got their work cut out for them this week. They've got James Madison coming to town, and you know, former FCS power has transitioned into FBS seamlessly, which we figured would happen. Right. And if you've ever been up there and see their facilities and all that, you could see why they've moved in to FBS and have done well. James Madison is in Virginia. Yes, and uh, Charlottesville, maybe. Uh, I can't You've been? remember. I've been there, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, kick field goal beat them at uh, Samford, beat them in the playoffs. Really? Yep. And then on the way to West Point, we stopped in and saw their new facilities driving up there, and it's just beautiful. But uh, they're averaging 42 points a game, I think, this year. Hmm. And so uh, there'll be a lot of fireworks probably in Jonesboro this week. Big game for them. Uh they go into the game as a home underdog against James Madison. So hmm. uh, this will be a big opportunity for them to get a lot of momentum going. John, Johnny Lane, by the way, honored by the Sun Belt. No surprise there. I don't know if he got any national recognition, but he probably should have if he didn't. Speaking of recognition, Central Arkansas got a couple of A Sun Awards. Their quarterback, Will McIlvain, career high four touchdowns, 261 yards passing. Most of that coming in the third quarter. They just lit the scoreboard up after being up 7-6 to six at the break. And then also... D.C., they call him, Demetrius Charles, coach, who's a guy that's really making a name for himself on the defensive side. He's their second-leading tackler, and he had a big game, 12 tackles the other day and a couple tackles for Lawson along the way. Well, I think, first of all, on offense, McIlvain, they have really settled in with him on the things that he can do. He seems to be much more comfortable. Uh, it goes through the quarterback's eyes, and Conway always has. And uh, I think Coach Collins and Coach Brown have done a good job of settling him down and uh, getting him a little bit more fundamentally sound and comfortable with what they're doing. But they dominated all three phases, obviously. Had a return for a touchdown in the kicking game. Uh, the kicker was 7-for-7 seven seven or 8-for-8 eight eight on extra points. So that was a, they haven't missed an extra point in two years. Yep, Not so to that's jinx a, it. That's a, that's a good thing. And then defensively, they just dominated. You know, Jessup put the turnover. I mean, they did lose the defensive lineman. Uh, UCA did. Caden Brown, maybe? He went down, but I don't know that he's – I have not – I haven't I was, heard of status. Well, Coach Brown last night told me, no relation, that uh, Caden's going to be fine. Hey, he said okay. injury-wise there, there was nothing significant yeah. out of the game. Because I know that's a big loss because uh, yeah. he's a heck of a player. Literally yeah. a big loss, yes. But, I mean, just huge momentum swings with big plays. So uh, kudos to those guys getting back on track. That was a big win in Conway. No doubt. Uh, all right, let's move on to – boy, yeah, UAPB, speaking of quarterback issues, I know they had their quarterback unavailable, and, and I read some comments from Coach, and he acted like, well, there won't be a lot of drop-off with their backup. Well, they didn't do much offensively, and they got handled in Baton Rouge. Yeah, a lopsided affair down in Baton Rouge. Uh, you know, Southern, we got to see them against LSU, and they competed fairly well for two or three quarters. But uh, just too much too much offense, too much defense, too many athletes down in Baton Rouge right now for, for UAPB to compete. I'm concerned moving forward. Um They've got Texas Southern this weekend at home. Uh, I know Coach Gamble really needs to get this one because uh, they've got a really difficult home and away schedule the rest of the year. Okay. You know, we talked about Lane, how they barely beat Lane yeah. the other day. Lane beat Tennessee State the other day at Tennessee State. Hmm. That was So it ends up being a pretty good win for them. But sure. they haven't won since then. So um, this will be a big one uh, down the bluff uh, with Texas Southern coming to town. Division two, the top two teams hold serve. 
Uh, any? I'm trying to think of the like best matchups last weekend. Well, UAM lost. Uh, gave them yeah. their second so, conference loss on the road. They had to go to like Southwest Oklahoma. Oh yeah. So dear Lord. Yeah. That speaking probably, of speaking of your will to live being yeah, sacked, right. that uh, probably eliminates UAM from the from the title. But uh, you know, it's down to OBU's undefeated. Henderson and Harding are sitting there with one loss, and now it comes down to uh, can everybody hold serve to the battle of the the ravine when OBU and Henderson play. Game of the week this week would be. Henderson at East Central. So Henderson has to go on the road against a pretty good defensive football team for them to continue to, to stay relevant in the conference race. But it looks like OB using a driver's seat. Have fun in Ada, Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Possible? Tough place to play, kind of like Stark Vegas. Spent 15 months there. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Longest six years of my life. <laughs> High school-wise, you got uh, Cabot and Conway this week. That looks like, to me, the best game in the state. Yep, yep game of the week. And uh, – this might be the year of the Cats. I mean, I just – the way they're playing on both sides of the ball, a kicking game, they seem to be sound. They're scoring a bunch of points. Cabot can obviously score points, but they got to go to John McConnell Stadium in Conway, I think, this week. You know, is it Cabot? I think it is in Cabot. Is it Cabot? Yeah. Okay. Well, when does Conway play? Bryant. Bryant. Yes. End of the year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, last year they had Bryant beat deep in the fourth quarter both games and let it get had away. A chance. But they got to focus on Cabot this week. And uh, Cabot can score some points, but I have just been super impressed with their quarterback at Conway and how they're playing on both sides of the ball. They've beaten, um, I mean, to, to beat North Little Rock the way Shut they Shut them did. out. I mean, that was impressive. Impressive. So, uh, but, I mean. Conway at Bryant, November 4. Mark your calendars. Yeah. yeah. In Bryant. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, how about the Rockets? Big, impressive win at the stadium this week. Buddy, just yeah. put it over there with the rest of them, Coach. The oh, Rockets man. are rolling. Yep, impressive win against West Memphis. Uh, and North Little Rock came back to Earth, huh? Looked like they were getting back on track and then got derailed right again. Conway. That, that'll, Conway. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Hey, you know what we don't talk about, and, and, and I'll spend a bunch of time on it, eight-man football. Oh. Eight-man football. Yeah, Coach. You know, there's 24 teams in the state that are now playing eight-man football, and I, kudos for them for not just – closing their programs completely but giving kids still an opportunity good friend of mine matt hewitt's a coach and ad down at uh at hermitage and i mean just as a as a as a football enthusiast participation is so important and just to see kids have that opportunity to play even if it's eight-man football you lived in oklahoma don't they have six-man football in oklahoma yeah, you're shaking your head. I can't see. Yeah, yeah. I think they do. Yeah, that was year, I, it was '94 when I was there. A lot of things have happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get a yes or a no out of him playing non good radio. Yeah. I'm gonna do the whole show. With but what I'm saying language. is, a football Today. enthusiast and former coach, you want to see kids have an opportunity, and in this state, um, there's an opportunity. Of 24 schools, I believe, that are playing eight-man football, and we don't talk about it much. But kudos to those programs and those schools and and coaches and those kids for for getting out there on Friday night and competing. And uh, uh, as a purist, I, I appreciate that. I love it. Yep. We yep. need a three-on-three uh, high school championship, too. I like the fact they've sanctioned a title. That was good. Yeah. That, that was a recent yep. At, yep. development, so that's good. Yep. Uh, all right. Anything else we need to hit on? No, just thank my sponsors. I mean, Please uh, do. Yeah. Uh, I love them. Oh, yeah. Alan Kitchens over at Kitchen Truck and Sales. Man, just awesome guy. And Lance Gassaway and that group down at, at Farm Brothers Flyers. Just great people. And Lance talking nice to his horses right now? You know, I uh, haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks, but he's got a couple. He may be running up at Churchill and then getting them ready to, to ship to Hot Springs. We'll get him on. We'll get Alan on, too. We'll get those Let's guys go. on later in the year. And uh, I'm going to show him Marianne in a minute, like that, ever. Let's like go. Ever. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> Speaking of uh, eight Oklahoma, <laughs> Marianne's about to say, "Let's go, baby." Come yeah, in. but uh, just great people. Appreciate them, and uh, they support the buzz and this show. And they're good friends of mine. And uh, just a lot going on right now in college football. You know, we talked about LSU mm-hmm. early in the year, and it could be one of those teams. This is a crossroad game for them. If they've got Tennessee at home, it is an eleven o'clock kickoff. But if they can somehow get Tennessee. Can they score enough to stay with Tennessee? I don't know, uh, but their defense is pretty dead young good now. Uh, LSU's so Tennessee's if, defense is not. Actually, yeah. they had. My point into, is, is yeah. if they can beat Tennessee, they're favored to win every game left on their schedule except Alabama. <coughs> Watch it. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I mean, so it could be a eight nine. I tip. thought the hardest part of their schedule is coming up. I don't know what's what leaking out of him. I can't tell yeah. if it's the Catholic or the or the. Cajun coming out of him right now, but he's all up Brian Kelly's backside all of a sudden. They still got Ole Miss, they got Arkansas, they got A&M late. They ain't they got, beating Ole Miss. They got Ole Miss at home. Coach, they ain't beating Ole Miss. Maybe they will. If, the, if Juice is calling the plays. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't like their quarterback. I don't think he can throw it. Yeah. He scrambles around, makes some plays, but against a good defense, that's not going to work. All I'm saying is if they somehow, someway can beat Tennessee, Watch out. that confidence and that momentum okay. carries them deep into the SEC schedule this year. What do you think is more likely, Arkansas wins on the road this week or Tennessee beating LSU? Yeah, that's right. Probably Arkansas winning on the road. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, you really do love this Brian Kelly guy. Not aggressive. I mean, he's hey, a coach. I, I call he, it like I see it. He man. thinks coaching matters, and we we know it's all about the overrated. Athletes. I coaches, say. Whatever. What happened to Jimmys and Joes? <laughs> X's and O's. <laughs> Golly, LSU's got plenty of Jimmys and Joes, well, at least in some some positions. Yeah. So, 